In this valley of heart's delight, you will find life pleasurable, toil honorable, and recreation plentiful. Hear me now! It was a time when anything was possible, at least in the imagination. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know what I want to say? Yeah, I'm almost done. What do you want to say? If you can't make coffee, fuck you. You're listening to Valley of Hearts Delight. Woo! Episode four. Three. What? No, four. What are we on? Four. Three. Unless you count the one that probably will never show up. Yeah, oh, yes. Well, we've done this four times, and hopefully you'll hear the first one. And we'll get it from him eventually. Apparently his computer is acting hinky, so that might that one might be lost to time. Did, did you just say hinky? Hinky. You know, when I was growing up, you know <laughs> what hinky te- meant? A technical term. Yeah, it was the technical <laughs> term for your penis in my household. What? Man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like a, like a noun? Yeah. It's a, Andy, yeah. are you playing with <laughs> your <laughs> hinky? <laughs> Yeah, mom, I'm playing with my hanky. Shut the door. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I've only ever heard it used as an adjective. I've never yeah. I've never heard it used at all. Caden, what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to talk about psychics. And uh, you know, specific- we did- right, Wait, physics? Wait, we physics? Did you mispronounce that? Physics. Physics? The physics of century C. The psychics. I'm confused. The psychics. psychics. We got a backup. I'm, I'm fucking confused. A. I'm fucking Tony. That's fucking Caden. Yep. We got fucking Andy. Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. Andy, Andy Dr. Dr. Jones. Jones. All right. Sorry about that. Okay. Now we can go. Because now everyone needs to know who we are. Yes. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> uh, so I figured it would be good to start with a brief history of psychics. Right. To give, kind of give us the lay of the land. History class. Wait, specifically if you're in San Jose or... No, just just psychics, oh, in, psychics general. in general. Just to kind of set we're going scene. deep. We're, no, we're just this gonna, is all right. This is a brief. This is a, just a brief, very very brief overview. And uh, wait, are we starting with like the Oracle of Delphi or something? Or our good friend Wikipedia describes a psychic <laughs> as son of a bitch. Quote: A person who claims to use extrasensory perception (ESP) to identify information hidden from the normal senses particularly involving telepathy or clairvoyance, or who performs acts that are apparently inexplicable by natural laws. Psychics have been around pretty much as long as humans have existed. Claiming powers of divination and fortune-telling, these people would come to be known as seers, prophets, and clairvoyants. In ancient Egypt, Assyria, and Greece, i.e. the Oracle of Delphi, these persons often served in positions of esteem such as advisors and even judges. We've all heard of Michel de Nostradamus, which you might know as Nostradamus, the 16th century French apothecary who, had been, who has been credited with predicting everything from World War I and World War II, the death of Princess Diana, and September 11th. <laughs> Princess Diana. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I didn't, he's, he's I didn't know about that one. <laughs> oh, dude, that's pretty good, man. The, the, it, that, the, like, you know, the the princess that had no effect on anything. Yeah, I was gonna say because that <laughs> had like, far-reaching consequences. Like, I mean, nothing had nothing to do with anything. His his fucking library of predictions are deep and vast and vague as fuck, and could be yes. interpreted. So in yeah, way. yeah. I mean, that's 
Gee, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> in- that. interesting. Oh, oh, oh. oh hmm. I, sen- I sense a theme for the evening. Jumping ahead, <laughs> the 1800s saw the rise of spiritualism, which is based on the idea that the dead can and want to contact the living. By the mid-1800s, spiritualism was a widely held belief in Europe with around 8 million people ascribing to the belief, which is about 1% of the world's population believing that the dead could be contacted and wanted to contact the living. Characters such as the Fox sisters, who held seances and communicated with spirits through rappings, which is... Rappings? Oh, oh. The spirits speaking through knocks, as in... If this, if you're a real spirit, rap once. Ah, uh, yes. That's the, the classic, like... If you want them to kiss, knock twice. If, yeah. if I'm legitimate, <laughs> if I'm if I'm real, <laughs> tap twice. Yeah. Oh, my God, where did that come from? If I don't have, like, a spool of thread taped to my knee and I'm knocking the bottom of the table with it, knock yes. once. And there's a <laughs> great... Uh, coverage of the Fox Sisters and spiritualism by the Dollop, which is a great podcast. That's one of the most disgusting words in the English language. Like moist dollop, dollop. yeah, like a, and moist like dollop and, and beverage. Holy shit, beverage. I hate that word. Beverage? So characters such as the Fox Sisters held seances, communicated with spirits through rappings, and they were really the first ones to bring this into the popular eye in America. And from there, it took off like wildfire it was literally like people would go to public shows much like you would go to a concert to see people commune with spirits like what's his fucking name on the sci-fi channel which one? Oh, what was his name ah fine all right move on uh but by the early 1900s the popularity of spiritualism had waned Wait, anthony was it real or was no, it like no, some no, fictional no, no. thing uh, is it uh john 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 edward Oh, John Cro- Edwards. Yeah, John, John Edwards. 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 Yeah, thank you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes. People fucking crowded in. The heat. That guy sold out. Oh, yeah. Theaters. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Henry. So we'll, mm, we'll get so there. He, so these. We'll that's like a man. A man's in the room. He's got, he's got a blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs> By the early 1900s, the popularity of spiritualism had waned after many of the purported psychics and mediums of the time were debunked and shown to be frauds. However, the beliefs of spiritualism and connection to the other side never truly died out and bloomed again with the New Age movement of the 1970s. While New Age is an umbrella term for myriad beliefs, most share the belief in the connection of mind, body, and spirit. This era saw the increased popularity in the idea of the guardian spirit or guardian angel and channeling, which is the concept that a person acts as a conduit to communicate or contact extra-physical forces. Depending on these specific beliefs, this could be the deceased, God, gods, angels, historical figures, the collective unconscious, an ascended master, etc. So these people, as we've noted, are still around. Psychics have never gone away. They've been around pretty much as long as people have decided that you could divine something from looking up at the stars, which has a grain of truth to it, and then you say that it's dead people and, I, know, I think they, they've probably been around about as long as humans have had anything of value to uh, pay for their services right yeah. yeah yeah which brings us to Miss Donna in 2004 after reading the fortune of a San Jose woman who I assume requested to remain anonymous Lola Miller known to her clients as Miss Donna 
revealed that the woman and several of her relatives had been cursed. Being a professional psychic and connected to the other side, Miss Donna knew how to cleanse the family of that curse, and that would take money. Fuck yeah, of course it would. Over the course of the following seven months, Lola Miller, a.k.a. Donna Miller, a.k.a. Miss Donna, would scam her out of almost $450,000. Oh, my God. Including $350,000 in cash and $95,000 in goods and services. As this was her not is this was not her first go around having been convicted of similar behavior several years prior Miller fled to New Jersey in 2005 where she was arrested for two counts of grand theft and extradited back to California for trial and as it turns out psychic powers seem to run in the Miller family Lola Miller's daughter-in-law Lisa Miller was contacted by a woman in 2005 who saw Miller's advertisement for a $10 psychic reading in a local newspaper. Over the following year, Miller would tell the woman that she had visions of a Japanese castle that held the bodies of 12 of the woman's ancestors. Miller explained that the woman's ancestors' evil spirits had possessed her, and that was why her love interest was not reciprocating her feelings. The client was then convinced to purchase... $5,000 urns, I assume at least 12, to settle the angry spirits and also gave Lisa Miller cash, jewelry, gift cards, and helped finance a sweet, sweet Chevy Camaro. Nope, sorry. A sweet, sweet Chevy Corvette. Oh, dude. Clearly, the Camaro. The Japanese ghost is far better. You, I'll only be, I'll only be satiated in my. Ghost will move on if you I get a Corvette. I'm getting, I'm getting a picture Ooh, here of um, red. Oh, leather seats. Oh, V8 engine. Does it have a Hemi? Oh, Hemi's gonna be, Hemi's no, gonna be see, a Dodge. We, we need to talk about this for a little bit because, like, think about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, Caden. I mean, come on. Like, like, I mean, what kind of spirit wants a Corvette? Like, that's a douchebag car. A fucking like, cool one. No, the Camaro would be the cool one. The Corvette. Think about it, man. Hmm. Who drives Corvettes? Uh, Is it like like douchey, dads. like middle-aged dads uh, wearing like fucking alligator like fucking shirts and like shitty glasses and like like you know fucking docksiders and slacks? Who drives a Camaro? Uh, like the dude in his sleeveless t-shirt that just uh, like fucking like beat somebody up and stole their girlfriend? Is it, is it, like that? That's no. yes. No, no, that, yes. that's the no, distinction. No, yes, no, Anthony. that's what I was thinking about. That's what I'm saying. Shia LaBeouf. Who's no? Who's the? Yeah, exactly. In, in Stranger Things, was he? That was a Firebird. Yeah. That what he drove. Thunderbird. Firebird. No. Okay. No. Fair enough. If you want to go Stranger if Things, you want to be really. How about this? Cool who drives a Corvette? A yeah. Who drives a Corvette? It's fucking Steve the Hair Harrington. That's the dude that drives a Corvette. Yes. Who's the dude that drives the Camaro? Billy. Billy. Well, but Billy had a Firebird. Yeah, well, okay, but come on, <laughs> right? you you right? see what I'm right. saying, right? Like, like it wasn't a Corvette. I see what you're saying. It was. I see what you're saying. An actual muscle car. 
So now, with the, the can I can I backtrack on what we we're talking? So yeah. the spirits were Japanese. Yeah, so is she Japanese? I I believe, judging from one would hope so. I, yes. that's, that's what I, <laughs> judging, yeah. Of, like, your ancestors are Japanese. Ju- no, ju- like, judging. So like holy shit! I have red hair. Ju- judging, <laughs> no, judging from the article, I believe it was it was in like a, 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 a <laughs> Japanese like a Japanese newspaper. Okay. So it, it yes, it made sense that <laughs> she saw a Japanese okay, castle. Good. good. And, <laughs> Jesus. Salud. Thank you. Um, so this woman only came forward to authorities uh, several years later in 2008 after Lola Miller, the Miss Donna, uh, her charges became public. After being arrested, Lisa Miller pleaded no contest to the charges of theft under a p- false pretense and was sentenced to 60 days in jail for ultimately scamming her client out of $108,000 and the Corvette. She's like, I know when I'll get out of here. I'm seeing in about ooh, 60 days. I can read the future. Indeed. And she had to comply with full restitution, meaning she had to pay that <laughs> oh, woman everything back. I can see in my future bankruptcy. Funny you should mention that. <laughs> the woman that she scammed ended up having to declare bankruptcy. And this woman got 60 days in jail. But that's because she had kids. Wait, both ladies? No, the, the woman that was scammed. She has she She, has she, been... de- she declared bankruptcy. But she has spent time in jail? No, no, no. Oh, okay. She declared bankruptcy. You, I thought you were joking about... Keep up, Anthony. No, no, Jesus. no. See, the way he made that sound, it made it sound like she was like, she declared bankruptcy and then had to go to jail. And I was like, I don't think that's yeah, how that, that works. That would suck. <laughs> it's like, you Wait, failed well, in capitalism. That's what you get. <laughs> the cops are like, you're so fucking stupid for believing this woman. Now we're going to put you in jail for 60 days. <laughs> you're on timeout. Yeah. So in addition to the 60 days in jail, she will be on probation for five years and has a lifetime ban on any spiritual advising, including but not, <laughs> including but not limited to fortune-telling, tarot reading, palm reading, or love spell casting. She gets like pulled over. She's like, mm, I, hmm. And, what were we doing up there? Yeah. <laughs> I was love curse casting. I was, oh, nothing, nothing. Hmm, I saw you reading that man's palm. <laughs> yeah, dude, why were you looking at that dude's palm? She's just get, getting the sweats, just like looking at a palm, just like, <sighs> that lifeline, I just, oh, the loser shit looking at tea leaves. The whipped cream on top of this little tale is that soon after Lisa Miller completed her jail sentence, her sister-in-law, Danielle Miller, was arrested on charges of grand theft by false pretenses and burglary after scamming a client out of $36,000. Wow. This is a quality family. Promising to cleanse the client of evil spirits. Danielle was arrested at a motel where she has she had told her victim to bring another $48,000. In 2008, amidst the rest of the Miller madness, media matriarch Lola Miller, aka Miss Donna, pleaded guilty to her two counts of grand theft and was offered a state prison sentence of five years if she paid no restitution, three years if she paid at least $150,000, and, and no years if she paid the judge, and two years if she pays the full amount of her scamages. Which scam is damages. scam damages. I like that. Did you make that up? I did. Okay. <laughs> I know. By the time Miller was sentenced, the woman she had scammed had died. Her husband said that he would donate whatever restitution he received to cancer research. And I also found an April 1995 report from Roanoke, Virginia, where one 
Lola Rose Miller, oh, no. known as Miss Stella. Oh. I, I like that. So she went from Donna to Stella. Yeah. That's add a letter. Just use about the same amount of yeah, yeah, consonants. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, same syllables yeah. and everything. I like that. So I don't know if this is the same Lola Miller. I yeah. couldn't <laughs> technically find a connection. <laughs> Doing my journalist. If it it was just another Lola Miller who was Miss Stella, she ended up serving one year in prison and was ordered by the court to repay the eighteen thousand dollars, which is about thirty thousand dollars in twenty nineteen monies that she had scammed off of her clients. What y'all looking at? Hey, is this her? We're looking at her phones. No, that's not okay. (laughs) I wanted that to be her so badly. Um, there's a Mercury News article that has a picture of them. Uh, um, ah, so, uh, Miller was arrested for obtaining money under false pretenses after she told an undercover police officer that her marital problems were being caused by an evil spirit that had manifested as a potato growing inside her body. <laughs> Something that Miller could remove <laughs> for a price. Hey, we're gonna. I'm gonna remove this potato. Wait, let me see. And then I'm gonna make. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck happened in that poor woman's face? Meth. Meth happened. She looks yeah. like a potato. She got hit with meth. She was walking across the street and boom. It was meth. Heisenberg. I got meth up. <laughs> oh, I'm meth up again. <laughs> the officer was instructed to return to Miller. <laughs> With a glass of water, a dirty sock, and twelve hundred dollars cash. Wait, 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 wait! Hold on a second. Mm. Who needs a dirty sock? So, <laughs> Miller was arrested for obtaining money under false pretenses after she told an undercover police officer that the police officer's marital problems were being caused by an evil spirit that had manifested as a potato, growing inside her body. <laughs> being the expert. <laughs> this was something that Miller could remove for a price. Hey, come look. Come look what I made in the toilet. It's a potato. <laughs> it's got I need eyes. a dirty sock. That's not a potato. That's poop. <laughs> so in order to remove it. That's why I need a sock. I need all shit. In order to remove it, Miller instructed the officer to return with a glass of water, a dirty sock, I assume of her husband's, and $1,200 cash. Yeah. How does someone how you remove? How does that remove a potato? Well, I don't know. I'm not a psychic. All right, bend over. I'm gonna put the sock on my hand because I want to. Well, so the, she did not go <laughs> through with it. whatever ritual she was gonna, gonna do because she got arrested. I'm gonna get this potato out of here. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, my fucking That's not kids. a potato. It's my fucking kidneys. I'm fucking bleeding out. This meth head stole my kidneys. She's like running out the door holding kidneys like, put them on ice, put them on ice. <laughs> With a dirty sock. Yeah, that's how you store that, right? Uh, that's uh, All right. Oh, God damn. So in the midst of her 1995 prison stint, Miller had another lawsuit filed against her after Warren E. Smith came forward alleging that he had been scammed by Miller after she had gone to church and God had revealed to her the winning lottery numbers. Oh, yeah. Now, after Smith did not win the lottery, oh really? <laughs> Miller revealed that this was because one of his family members had placed a curse upon him. Of course. Miller then convinced Smith to give her almost all of his money, including $29,000 from his retirement account. 
Smith's suit against Miller sought restitution of the money that he was scammed out of, $350 in punitive damages, and $3 million for the jackpot of the lottery he did not win oh man see that that's i don't know scam the scammer i won't let it scam the scammer she she took a page out of that guy what's his name the leonardo dicaprio's character in wolf on wall street where he's like sell me this pen sell me this pen he just like creates a demand right like she's like you have a curse like because your brother that's why you didn't win the lotto pay me money and he's all like he's like oh oh jeez there's a curse upon me? Yeah, oh, jeez. Jeez yeah. Louise, here's all my money. I mean, I don't know how much sympathy I have for, for people like this. Like oh, like yeah. Warren E. Smith, who like apparently believed that I God had told minimal. her like Ooh, the good. actual numbers. And then when they didn't win, he was actually a big enough moron to believe that the reason that they didn't win a jackpot was because there was a curse on him. Well, so he gave her even there's more a, money? Like that, I don't know, man. There's a like, cer- and there's a certain degree of that. Like if you're... Right. I mean, if you're going to seriously see a psychic in the first place, you're already open to that, right? So that's how, like, it's the foot in the door. Yeah, and and the, the psychics don't have any special power at all, except like, like finding the fucking like the mark, right? I mean, Allegedly. this is this is classic. if you don't if you're not yeah. a believer, she was, right? She was probably right. preying upon either people who were mentally maybe. A little weaker, like or susceptible, maybe that's a yeah. No, word. that's that's her brilliance, yeah, right? Totally. It's yeah, like she was, she, like, she was able to identify people, the people yeah. that she Who could shake down. Right. I mean, if right, if you get if you get one out of every hurt. ten people to go with you, but that one person goes deep and goes yeah, yeah. just fucking yep. like all the way, and you end up getting a fucking Corvette. Yeah. So next, let's move on to John and Carlos Salazar. And Master Alex. You don't look very trustworthy. Anthony. That's the problem. <laughs> it's, it's the I know what I'm going to. I'm going to call my coworkers. I'm like, huh. Oh, I had this dream. You were, you were cursed. You were cursed. You woke up and you had no pants on. That's what you should tell them. Be like, you, you're going to you, go through your life without done, pants on. Bro. You've done lottery things before. That's the foot in the yeah. door. Be like, hey, no, I know this great I guy. He's going to give me your money and we'll fucking double it. Don't do that. You'll go to jail. Uh, well, I think you had to hit a certain threshold. I, as long as I stay under the threshold of like, how much did she scam him for? Uh, well, for him, like it was four hundred thousand dollars. Oh, the first See, one, yeah, four hundred thousand. That's a lot. You can't go that high. You have but to, the like, dude stay also didn't like win the three million dollar yeah, jackpot. Like you, said, you gotta stay in like the twenty grand. Yeah, so she got thirty plus thousand dollars. Yeah, from him. and she stayed there. She got greedy. I love that that dude tried to sue her to for the three million suit. dollars that he didn't win in mm-hmm. the jackpot. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Hey man, that's, a, that's a true believer right there. Oh yeah. So advertising exclusively in Spanish language television and radio stations and newspapers. The Salazar brothers, Carlos Manrique Salazar, and John Alexander Manrique Salazar who went by Master Alexander, offered their faith healing expertise to assist in any number of personal, medical, and relationship issues the people of San Jose needed, often offering a free astrological reading over the phone and encouraging to come see them in person. Combining Catholicism, Wicca, and Santeria, the brothers treated hundreds of people over several years always guaranteeing results, although customers reported that when they returned unsatisfied, John always seemed to be conveniently out of the country. 
<laughs> in their small service space, complete with greeter and blacked out curtains on the windows, the Salazar brothers, often in robed regalia, would perform miracles such as turning water into blood and curse Ooh. removal. Frequently, the Salazars would convince their marks that they had become possessed and needed the Salazars' help to rid them of their condition lest they or someone in their family die. In 2006, police began investigating the Salazars after a woman came forward reporting that she had come into contact with the Salazars and their Comunidad Esoterica, which is the esoteric community for you non-Spanish speakers. Uh, the woman had sought help for her infant daughter, who, according to John Salazar, had been cursed. In order to save her, John would have to travel to the woman's home village in South America to retrieve oh. powerful artifacts that would assist in the cleansing of the cursed child. Oh. The worried mother ended up giving Salazar $10,000. Another victim of the Salazars paid $20,000 for their services. Her husband coming forward to police after he found their bank accounts suddenly empty. <laughs> police found that many of the Salazar's victims were Central and South American immigrants, and many were hesitant to come forward or talk about the problems that they wow. had faced. Fucking shitheads, man. What's the powerful artifact? Mm, this cruise ship I'm on. <laughs> well, well. It's got powerful cocktails that leave me inebriated. Carlos, the older brother was arrested in Houston in April 2007 after returning from Columbia, where the brothers would go to get re-energized. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Columbia maybe those were the, power. the Colombian <laughs> artifacts yeah, the, that they were... Uh, I, need a, I need a special dust. It's a white I need to snuggle dust. it back in my nose. It'll, uh, yes. it'll give me powers where I can stay up all night and ramble about my, my plans to start a restaurant. <laughs> Dude, I got such a great idea for a restaurant. Dude, so, that's all this Camaro be, for sale the other day. Be, I'm going to go get it'll it. It'll be Santeria-themed. And all the cocktails great. will be esoter will have esoteric names. Dude, people will eat that shit up. If you had an astrology... You mean drink it up? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Oh. Damn. Oh. Sure. <laughs> but an, astro an astrology <laughs> restaurant where like you get... A menu based on your astrological oh, sign. Like, oh, I'll take the Virgo on the, on the cusp. Of no, no, no. It's like, oh, you're a Virgo. What's your sign? You're a Virgo. Uh, we, we, this is what we're going to make for you. Oh, you're a Scorpio. Oh, this is what we're going to make for you. Shit, dude. You know, unfortunately, I think you're probably right. That's people just, would fall San Francisco. For that. Oh, people would Such love that. Such a fine line between clever and stupid. Mm hmm. And I constantly walk it. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on a second. Yes. Did you get that reference? What? Drink it up. Such a fine line between, between... Such a fine line between clever and stupid. No. No? Spun tap? All right. I've never seen it. Ooh, uh, I'm going home. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> you guys are on your own. All right. the table. I'm getting, I'm getting angry. You know the band that I was in in high school? Which, by the way, was Inspired called... Inspired Spinal Tap? Bulimic Cannibals. Mm. <laughs> Think about that for a second. The, uh, the only requirement for being a member of the band was that you had to have seen Monty Python and Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Seen it. Seen it. Okay. And Spinal Tap. Mm. Each at least 10 times. I'm in the band. God. And then you could be in the band. I'm in the band. Yeah. I'm yeah. We band. had a lot of people I'm in the band. A cannibal. We were yes. horrible. We were horrible. That's fine. Is it because I just need your only qualifications for being in the band were 
watching two movies yeah, ten times. Pre- precisely. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one nerd friend who wanted to join so bad, he's just sitting in his fucking room. He's like, fuck, I gotta watch this three more times. Ah! Yeah, no, no, no. We told him... The Knights of St. Neat! <laughs> we, no, we, we told that... We told him that he had to watch it 20 times each. <laughs> so. He never joined. <laughs> the, the Brian of the group. <laughs> yes. Fuck you, Gary. Yes, so they would go to Columbia where they would get re-energized. So both Salazars were to be charged with five counts of grand theft and one count of attempted grand theft. John, a.k.a. Master Alexander, was scheduled to self-surrender also in April, according to his lawyer. He did not. And, as far as I can tell, still has a $100,000 arrest warrant on him and may still be working as a faith healer. In the Bay Area. Why the fuck are we sitting here talking about this? Let's go find Master Alexander. That's where this episode is going to go. We're going to go find Master Alexander. Look at the X. I want to look like Blade. Oh, Mahershala Ali as Blade is going to be great. Wesley Snipes. Mm. Blade 2 was great. If I remember. (laughs) (laughs) When I was 15, it was great. It was, yes. Much like the uh, Flight of the Navigator. Was great when you first saw it I'm when you were 12. I'm not entirely sure that movie was ever great. What, which one? Flight and Navigator. Yeah, that movie sucked. But Blade, Blade, Blade I, yeah. 1 and 2 but, was great. But, but I don't understand. Three, like, why, where, where, this just took a weird left turn. Like, Why are you talking about like vampire hunters? Because I want to look like, like a vampire hunter while hunting of something. He wants a black trench oh, coat. Oh, I want to look like the swords. The, 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 niece, the nose pinch sunglasses, like Morpheus. And he's going to look at me and he's going to go, oh, and he's going to run and I'm going to chase him down. Like, <laughs> but like, what, what a piece of, of shit. shit. But why did you go there? Like, I want to look like dog. <laughs> Wait, you, I already do. Never mind. Look, you can look like dog the bounty hunter. Yeah. I can look like... Yeah. <laughs> Anthony could look like a short white Wesley Snipes. Yeah, and I had that like... Is that what Wesley Snipes sounds like? Yeah, you know. He had that like... I remember him just doing that like smile with the fake teeth. He's like... Oh, the vampire smile, yeah. I got the glasses on. Yeah, kickflip. <laughs> or not a kickflip. Kick flip. What, like, kick what flip. movie are you talking about? It just turned into Gleam in a Cube. <laughs> no, he like kicked and then flipped. I don't mean he actually did a kickflip on a skateboard, which actually would make it would make it. <laughs> yeah, Where's these knives on a skateboard? <laughs> hunting vampires. Just like, like a gnarly like melon grab over like a gap and like oh, grabs no. a guy. Rad, Rad the bounty and hunter. The fucking Tony Hawk just like does like does like a fucking like grab over him. He's like, all right. Jesus Christ. I'd watch that. Hundred percent. So, what a piece of shit those guys are. <laughs> what were we talking about again? <laughs> what were we talking about again? Or we just be on, like, horses with, like, lassos, like, and he's running, like, the end of, like, Dude, Tombstone. <laughs> oh, by the way, wait, hold on, for real. <laughs> Rucker Hauer? Huh? Rucker Hauer died today. The founder of huh? Rutgers University. Oh, oh you Rutgers? sons of bitches. <laughs> I don't Seriously? Seriously. Enlighten me. Ser- uh, the bad dude from Blade Runner, Anthony? Oh, oh. What's that? No. that was Gary Oldman. No. no, that's the Fifth Element. Yes. No. Yeah, no. Rucker Howard died today. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, so I just captured the guy. I'm on a horse. I have him on my back. I'm taking him to the bounty hunter. Yes. Thing so now we have uh, through this conversation, we've captured Master Alexander. Why We're going to turn on a fucking him horse. I don't understand. Why not? Have you ever ridden a horse? Way to catch people. <laughs> I've ridden a bike. Oh. Have you never gone horseback riding? No. Oh, we should go horseback riding. I don't know. I don't want to go. 
We'd have to find a pretty small horse. <laughs> oh man, I'm not Maybe that a pony. Maybe I'm, a pony. <laughs> I'm five seven. That's average height. I wear a medium. <laughs> which Children's is, medium, which is the the median size. Yeah. Anyways, those two shitheads. He's, okay, so, he's still out on the run. He's a and they. Sir Alexander. He's a. You know, I'm wondering if if, if they're shaking down mostly like Central and South American immigrants and they mm. themselves are clearly of some type of latinx identity i, I think they're, they're american master alexander because why isn't it maestro alejandro well and that's what i thought was interesting is that like his name is not juan salazar it's john salazar so i think they're they're american born chicano or whatever the appropriate term is there but the fact that they were preying upon people in their community who they knew were less likely to go to the cops if they got taken advantage of. And it's like, I feel like I see these little, though, like the weird little iglesias like all over the place Mm -hmm. where they, they advertise like a service time. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I, you know, I'm not really part of that community. So I don't know if that's a legitimate, like just that's the community church that people go to or, are, are these just all over the place? These like weird faith healers that people just like are being preyed upon because they're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I, I fucking communicate with a higher power. I can heal you and I can help your relationships. Dude, they're and... trying to get in the fucking, they're trying to get into Congress. I mean, church <laughs> is a scam, but. Well, I was, yeah, was going to say, like, well, now we're heading in an interesting direction yeah, because I mean, like... you just brought up a very interesting question. Like, I mean, how far away are actual, like, priests from these psychics i mean Ooh. if you've been to vatican city there's a lot of fucking money there's a lot of gilded gold so i, I mean i'm just <laughs> saying like if you they, go back to your their gold if you go back they to your their gold. they killed their gold <laughs> there's gold on the gold I put gold in my gold he put gold in his gold he's like i gotta i'm the pope and i have a gold uh ass plug i, I have a gold With diamonds on it pope on Spare. a rope i think if you go back to that Wikipedia definition, which, by the way, I, I admire that you went to clearly the most authoritative. I, well, I really wanted but, to give it a sense of like, you know, like I, I feel like your students probably start off like that where they're like, I could. Read the dictionary this defines anthropology as. Oh, no, right on. I mean, I, like when I give them tests, like <laughs> Phil, I can clearly Phil, tell that Phil, they like got Phil. answers from Wikipedia, <laughs> which are usually. Phil. Much better than what I tell them. So, <laughs> no, but ser- if you go by that definition in a Wikipedia article, like that sounds an awful lot like any religious specialist in any belief system that I know of, right? Now, actually, we are, we are we are connection. Getting, we are getting into your territory. I for, for sure. This I is know. your this is your special. Well, I don't actually have no idea what your actual specialty in anthropology is. My my specialty is is making things up and. Laughing that people actually believe them. He's like, I never had a PhD ever. <laughs> you fucking idiots! <laughs> I never even got I to You paid me <laughs> to fucking learn this shit. I don't cool. know how to do it. <laughs> Everything I learned, I read from the inside wall of a log cabin in Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. No, I mean, this is conversations. Well, I was just gonna say, what was I gonna say? But yeah, like priests. Religion. Religion. It's all a I mean, I, yeah, so, I, so Master Alexander is still out there roaming around. Well, and and well, uh, growing up, you know, I think Catholic and kind of being in that world. I mean, you could those people. I think are ripe to be don't they, taken I mean, advantage I, of. There's so I much like crazy I didn't grow fucking up going to church, but like there's a whole thing where they pass around 
a collection plate, right? Like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. do like, like, and I'd yeah. be like, which I mean, ultimately, yeah, you're buying your way into heaven. And well, and that I understand that there are like that is kind of like in a sense, it's a, it's meant to be like a community fund. My brother was supposed to. How play. much of that I don't know. I would hope. It actually goes like when somebody needs an operation or something at the parish. No, or it, just the needs, needs, it just go to the church. You know, some new, new gold shoes it just or all, to it cover just, up with something that he's done. It yeah, just goes right. to the church. He needs to pay what? off that 12-year-old just goes, he just had a no, like, deep conversation with. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> that was a pregnant silence. <laughs> Hey, my, you know, the, yeah, you hey, know her. No, well done, Father. Hey, Father Walsh. <laughs> Father right. Walsh in my church was a very nice man. He never actually did anything. I'm really happy. See, to hear that, Anthony, Anthony clearly got some of that offering plate. <laughs> Next, <laughs> we move on to Chip Coffee. And Operation Bumblebee. Whoa. Chip Coffee. Chip Coffee? That's amazing. It, it, that must this is a, be a real name. Is this a tie-in? It is his big, real name. Is this a tie-in? You, actually, I don't Nobody's know. Nobody's real name is Chip. Hey, yeah, uh, Chip Gaines. Uh, that's not his real name. Chip from Beauty and the nickname. Beast. He was a little cup. Yeah, he was a cup. That a was his cup. name. That was his name. Wow, but that's Which, okay, why was his name Chip? Was his like, human, human name movies. was Chip and he became a cup with a chip in him? Or did they call him Chip uh, as a nickname because it's like a traumatic traumatic event that this child was turned to a cup and so they tried to make light of it by giving him a nickname? Was Whoa. Belle really willing to fuck the beast while he was a beast with that big old hairy dog dick? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Now is that is that how that's what broke the curse? You might know Chip. <laughs> Did she go up to the piece? You're cursed. You give me five thousand dollars and I'll lift the curse. <laughs> that would have been a weird twist. Yeah. Master Alexander shows up. <laughs> Hello, beast. <laughs> you must, are cursed. <laughs> I must go to your village in South America. <laughs> give me five thousand yeah. dollars in the rose, and I will be in South America. <laughs> yeah, buying a magic powder. I'd watch it. Do not confuse me while I'm on the boat. I am doing work. I'm getting re-energized. I'm getting re-energized. <laughs> you might know Chip <laughs> Coffee from shows such as Kindred Spirits, Expedition nope. Unknown, nope. Exorcism, nope. Live, Whoa. Paranormal State. Nope. Oh, no, I know Paranormal State. And the host and producer of Psychic Kids, nope. colon, Children of the Paranormal. Psychic Kids, Children wait, wait, of the Paranormal. Wait, there's a show called Psychic Kids colon, like you know, like the two dots. Uh, oh, oh shit! Not, yeah. a, not a psychic child's colon. Psychic, psychic children's colon. Little boy, I need to see your psychic Good colon. Lord, <laughs> get off of that. Which is a boy. show <laughs> where you're a psychic. You have a potato with you. Off of, and this is off of their. Bring a I, dirty sock. <laughs> let me. I'm going Wait, to put this. I need dirty, a sock. A dirty sock. What? <laughs> 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 to so remove this potato, I'm gonna Psychic need to... <laughs> Kids colon Children of the Paranormal is a show that is described on their IMDB page as psychic slash medium, chip coffee, and clinical psychologist slash director Dr. Lisa Miller help mm. psychic children and their families cope, validate, and empower and understand psychic abilities. Wait, wait, wait. Is this the same Lisa Miller? No. But it's a crazy I, overlap. No shit, and she became a doctor. I would not put it past her. I, you know what? 
I think we should get Chip Coffee and Joey Chestnut together. Whoa. That'd, that'd be delicious. Be amazing, man. <laughs> that'd be del- sounds like a, no, think sounds about like a Starbucks. Like, like Chip Coffee could pull that potato out of his ass <laughs> and then Joey Chestnut could eat it. Well, that and then he'd go, that'd, no, that'd be great because he's like, Joey, you're cursed. There's an evil spirit inside yeah. of you manifesting oh, yeah. as of 72 hot dogs that you oh. ate in fucking 20 minutes. <laughs> oh. You're going to die. Oh. Anyways. Are you going to reach in and pull out the curse? Mm-hmm. Dude, no, seriously. This could be like the best buddy like TV show ever. Like coffee and chestnut. Yeah. Coffee. That would be amazing. Hey, it's coffee and chestnut. Chip and chestnut. <laughs> like just driving around in a Camaro. <laughs> that would be amazing. Hunting vampires. That they bought. <laughs> they Wrangling people on horseback. And eating hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> According to his IMDb page, which appears to be written by him, quote, Chip began modeling when he was two years old and acting at age five. He has an extensive theatre resume consisting of over 100 roles on stage. Whoa. He has also appeared in numerous local, regional, and national commercials. Oh. Chip graduated from Elmira College in Elmira, New York, where he studied with noted director Peg Denethorn and was a classmate of Keith McKechnie. Yeah. Okay, no, nope. nobody. <laughs> Teresa Vallada. Nobody. Nope. Jeanette Barber. Nobody. Nope. And Merle Ginsburg. Uh, no. Nope. Merle Ginsburg? Nope. No, no. Now, coffee. I, I was thinking Merle Haggard. No. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually no. his, his birth name. He was Merle Ginsburg. Yeah. Merle Ginsburg. Oh, really? Yeah. Merle Haggard oh, was that Jewish? Haggard? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. No, he's, oh, he's fucking Come on. Man. Man. I don't know. I don't fucking know. How am I supposed to know that? Um, <laughs> coffee recalls. So basically, that whole article said. This guy went to fucking school with a bunch of people you have fucking well, so he never a, heard he of. He has a theater background, though. Well, and that, doesn't oh, that hey, raise some go. awfully large red flags when you talk to a psychic and they have a theater background? You know, you'd think so, Andrew. Hmm. Coffee recalls that as a child, he would tell his parents when the phone would ring and who would be calling. <laughs> Caller no ID. I was like, in no way did he look at the caller ID. He was ID. born in 1950, oh. I think. So They definitely didn't have a caller no, ID. No, they did not. Then. That's true. In they also didn't have water. Or phones. Oh. Like running water, you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. In adulthood, <laughs> full apparitions started to appear to him, and he distinguishes ghosts and spirits in that spirits have, quote, completed the journey between the world of the living and the world of the dead. Ghosts, on the other hand, are souls that, for whatever reason, have chosen to stick around. They may not know they're dead, or they may fear judgment on the other side. So ghosts are like the hobos of the world? I'm just maybe of, of, of the world. Yeah, yeah, they're just like, oh, fuck hell, hell seems kind of shitty. Yeah, so. that's, oh, out see, here. that's why they not, see. That's the thing. That's what people don't know. When ghosts are knocking shit over, it's not because they're like trying to scare you. It's they're fucking drunk. They're drunk, and bumping yeah. into shit. Drunk like, oh, shit. Uh, I do that. Slamming sometimes. doors. 
now, getting into your bed because they think it's theirs. Like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that's never happened to me before, but that sounds Yikes. terrible. She's like, oh, you see I had my a friend thing? in college. It's the devil. It's like, it's like it, she can't hear him go, oh, oh, fuck. I hope I don't shoot the bed again. Oh, <laughs> that's not a potato. My friend in college had a new housemate uh, walk you into his room in the middle of the night opened his drawer and pissed in it. Yeah. I had a, that's classic. Man. Yeah. I had a girl at a party one time just pee on my floor. Cool. Now, she did, just pissed did you, herself. Did you pay her for that or did you? Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, it was actually kind of sad. Why? She was really drunk and very oh. sad and she just pissed herself and she peed on the floor and then she had to get care and her mom had to pick her up. It was bad. Oh, no. Bad. Whoa. I was like, I didn't give her, I didn't give her any of the alcohol. Wait, was this in, you said this was in high school? I think so. What'd your mom do? She was not in town. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Really? Yeah. Hey, but you know what, though? Luckily, I had tile floor, so it was mm. all good. We just had to mop it up. Hardwood floors for the win. That's wow. what younger brothers Hardwood are for, right, floor. Anthony? Well, I was like, Michael, look it up. <laughs> oh, oh, Party foul. Oh. Uh, hey, hey wait, that, wait, that wait, explains wait. a lot about Michael. <laughs> like, hey, hey, Michael, hey, bitch, hey, look it up. I dare you. I dare you. He's like, he's like all right. <laughs> Now, when Chip Coffee came to San Jose for his coffee talk tour, the Monterey... I, I hate this guy. I don't. I just hate this guy. Oh, he's the worst. The Monterey County coffee skeptics talk? could not stand by and do nothing. Operation Bumblebee was born. Oh. A covert mission where members of the local skeptic societies would infiltrate this den of lies and expose Chip Coffee for what he really was. Now, in preparation for Operation Bumblebee, for Cheerio Salmon, <laughs> Honey Nut Cheerio Salmon salesman, the members created fake Facebook profiles <laughs> under pseudonyms. Wait, I thought this guy. All right, never mind. Never mind. What? I thought he was. I. I'm the time for me. I because he was born in the fifties. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought, so this is like Operation. Oh yeah. No, Operation puts, Bumblebee. Sorry, Operation Bumblebee is occurring in 2014. Okay. For some reason, I like that. My brain went. Huh? It's okay. All right. No, it's all right. I'm terrible with this. Okay. Sorry. No worries. Uh. We can edit out my dumbness, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. In preparation, the members of Operation Bumblebee created fake pr Facebook profiles under pseudonyms and being aware that some psychics' security checks their attendees' IDs against the names on their tickets. So they tried to make their fake names for their fake Facebook profiles as close to their real names as possible using maiden names, middle names, or even close approximations approximations of their real names they then spent several months leading up to coffee's event fleshing out their online presence susan jerbic the brain behind the operation said quote we spent months talking to each other about our quote unquote pretend lives sharing photos of our cats talking about books and movies and checking into restaurants that we might not have actually gone to we talked about the good old days, even though most of us had never met before. What we were trying to do was create real-looking Facebook pages, occasionally posting popular memes, celebrity photos, and, of course, paranormal and topics. These people are fucking more lame I'm, than the people who yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, you know, these people have any real lives. Like, Jesus, 
they're they're fucking in more delusion, living in more delusion than the uh, people needing a psychic. We uploaded photos of people who showed parts of faces and were slightly blurry, so that the photos would be useful for almost anyone who would eventually be te- attending the October 2014 show. From May through August 2014, we didn't know who. That's incorrect spelling. We didn't know. <laughs> We didn't know who that would be. Oh, whatever. We didn't know who that would be, and we're just working to create realistic Facebook people. Now. They were lying. So they spent months creating a fake online presence to dupe the security at Coffee's event, which they expected would be, you know. Probably higher than it probably actually was. They probably didn't check anything at all. Now at the event, because it was it's a fucking scam. They're just gonna take your money regardless. Oh, the dude's a fucking psychic. Why does he need security? Right, because people, because right. people like this, because people oh. like this are spending months creating fake Facebook profiles because they feel the need to infiltrate his events to they, expose. They could him. Just bought a fucking ticket, <laughs> which they did. I'm, now knowing, so now, so they, so now his. Let me kind of clarify. So his, so coffees side filters the audience by looking at their Facebook pages? No. So why do they need the Facebook pages? Because they made fake personas. But why do they need to do that to infiltrate his thing? Because they didn't want to be recognized as uh, skeptics. Oh, I see what you're saying. They didn't... I, why don't they just put so like a fake mustache? What I put together, what <laughs> I put together is that... This makes no sense. <laughs> they went to a lot of work. Like, oh, like... Does what? It, <laughs> excuse me? I'm... Carol Dubois, I'm a I'm a famous skeptic. So Don't you know me? That's kind of a, that's what I kind of put together is that they were like, expecting they'd be like, she's up, she's just as much of her own ass oh, as Susan Jerbic. <laughs> we know you. Oh, Susan, but though maybe she's like a constant hounder, so maybe in that world she's like a so famous pan. What ass. they did, they raised. She's a psychic troll. She's, they yeah. raised around a thousand dollars to buy tickets to the show and send several members there they had in the cheap seats decoy skeptics who were there taking notes on everything recording everything and then the deep plants who bought the vip ticket so they could be right up front next to coffee posing as true believers Mm. now at the event it turns out security didn't actually give a shit (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like we fucking even And didn't even compare the name on the ticket to their ID Yeah, no shit (laughs) But Could you imagine that moment? Be like, shit, I just spent four months Constructing this fake identity Yeah, yeah Oh, it's it's insane Oh, really? The dude who who gets paid hourly by the fucking, like The fucking facility to, like, stand there and collect the tickets Like, is really, like you, you, you can see the guy too, right? You, the kid who's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. Well, it was like meh, going meh. going to the Fox. It's just yeah, like, they're, they're like, they're boop, 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 boop. Yeah, they don't, they're not checking you. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, once inside, the incognito agents <laughs> of rationality made loud and obvious conversation with their quote-unquote friends who they quote-unquote hadn't seen in so long and quote unquote we're so excited for chip to talk to my dead mother dead father whoever whoever setting the stage for chip's agents of disinformation to relay that back to their master mm. Mm. now susan i see 
whose cover was that of a grieving mother, even asked Chip's manager if her three-year-old son, who had passed away, would be too young to contact. 30 minutes later... there's an age limit on uh, psychic contact? Well, so her concern was that because her child was so young, he hadn't really developed a lot of speech abilities. So, like, for example, like... I mean, and one of those things, I don't know why you wouldn't just say, like, my one-year-old son or newborn baby who died who would not be able to speak. That's neither here nor there. Now, 30 minutes later, Chip claimed to be communicating with her fake son. During a hop-skip-jump rapid-fire psychic reading segment, Chip proceeded to address each one of the secret skeptics that had loudly discussed their lost family members or directly spoken to one of Coffee's staff. During their operation, the skeptics also took note of the readings Coffee did for the legitimate attendees of the event, including a woman dealing with an ailing husband in need of a liver transplant. The spirits, speaking through Chip, recommended that rather than continuing to wait for a transplant from nearby Stanford Medical Center to bring the husband to a hospital in Texas where he would be able to receive a treatment that would keep him alive for several more decades. When asked whether the husband would survive the transplant or not, the spirits responded through coffee, Why not? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Now, basically what he did during this, quote-unquote, what coffee calls his hop-skip-jump rapid fire session is he i imagine goes something like oh 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 i'm mm, i'm getting the vision of a of a baby of a ba- of a baby oh, I got a baby oh you oh and then he goes you yeah so they basically set this up saying loudly talking with each other saying oh tony it's so good to see you Oh, I'm no, so, so I was so no, I was geez. so sorry to hear about your sister passing away. Yeah, she yeah she died. Yeah, and so they're. I kind of so was happy about it. But yeah. They then the little minions take that back to coffee. So coffee then has the ability to go. Oh, you, oh I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a woman. Oh, in her in her oh, oh, early thirties. I'm in my early thirties. Yes, and and they go. Oh that oh my god that's my sister. That's my sister too. Did anyone notice the little yellow minions walking around listening to everything we said? No, no, no. That was not not those minions. <laughs> not those types of minions. <laughs> Did you see them? God, that would yellow? be the worst. They're really annoying. And everyone really liked yeah. that movie, but the movies weren't really that good. And I don't really understand it, but okay. See, I love it. Like, Anthony's playing himself right now. <laughs> and that's the voice that he's using. <laughs> I do like that. But so so basically, he Coffee proceeds to address each one of them saying oh i i am getting a sense from your spirit them knowing that it's all bullshit right however he is talking to these people who are not skeptics and giving them this information now sheldon helms masquerading as wade helms wade being his middle name observed quote A young girl who looked to be in her early 20s had been part of the quote-unquote confusion at the beginning of the readings in our area. She had already shared that she was there to seek out a young man who died in a car accident. 
finished with Jan, Chip quickly asked that the microphone be given to this young girl and began pumping her for more details. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> What's your friend's name? He asked. She answered, And how long has it been since you've seen him? To our horror, she replied in a shaky voice, He... He passed on Saturday. Whoa. Oh. This young woman had lost her boyfriend in a car accident a mere five days before and had spent $150 on a VIP, VIP ticket to ask Chip Coffee to contact his spirit. At first, Chip claimed that the young man's energy was trying to get through. But they won't let him because it's too soon. The girl began to cry. Apparently regretting this decision, Chip then pulled back a bit on his statement and claimed that a spirit guide of his named Rachel was telling him, no, 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 it, it's, it's too soon. You're not going to connect with him. But then reassured the girl that the young man was insisting and was pushing through. I got him and he's okay, Chip explained. But he is so mad. Oh, no. The girl began weeping audibly into the microphone. Chip repeated, so mad, and then exclaimed, this was quick, correct? W was this an accident? She had already said twice that it was a car accident, which made me wonder how many in the audience would walk away remembering incorrectly that Chip had divined that information psychically. Then cruelly, he said, it did hurt. <laughs> there was a silence in the room. To make matters worse, Chip then asked, you know that old saying, live fast, die young, and leave a beautiful corpse? <laughs> He's saying, by God, I did that. Except my, my body had no head. They did not confront coffee. I wonder if he was driving a Camaro. <laughs> oh. My test. Your beautiful body, even though your intestines were splayed out all over the road. Now, see, if Chip Coffey was a true, true professional, what he would have said was, it's too soon. But if you come next week and pay another $150, uh -huh. I think you'll be ready. Oh. Well, he also has uh, he has private sessions that you can uh, call and Skype in sure uh, for, I believe, I believe I around 800 to $900 an hour. Yeah. He's like... Eight hundred to nine hundred dollars and a dirty sock. He's got to be like, he's he should do it like, oh, oh, he he's fine, but the, the connection is weak and we need more time. You, you know, he is fine, but you need to come back next week and then then you can pay me another. Right, you got to bait him like a little bit. Well, so this, bit, but he was bit, on tour, bit. right? Come to my. But it gets right. Yes, it gets people hooked. Now, if you fly to San Diego, come to San Diego. That's just up. You know, that's just a two hundred off. Play flat from where you are. Now, the skeptics that had spent almost $1,000 on tickets over four months creating fake online presence did not confront coffee, but afterwards they met up at a local pub to compare notes. Wait, they never even, like, talked to the dude? Well, they talked to him when he was asking them about their fake death. Oh, but, but so they never... So they were just doing this to verify to themselves? Mm-hmm. And so they could write. They were correct they about what they already assumed. Wow! Whoa! What a, what a bunch of fucking losers! What a bunch of yeah! You just wasted a thousand dollars. Yeah, duh! No shit, he's a fucking hack. Like, this dude should be in jail. 
Yeah. I everybody's terrible. <laughs> Now, a 2018 Pew Research Center poll found that 41% of American adults believe in psychics. 62 wait, wait, wait. 41% one percent of American adults polled believe in psychics. Jesus Christ. I believe it's it. Going to hell. Now, I believe it. 62% believe in one or more of the following. One, that spiritual energy can be located in physical things. Two, a belief in psychics. Three, a belief in reincarnation. And four, a belief in astrology. So 62% of American adults believe in one or more of those things. 40% of Christians polled believe in psychics compared to 10% of atheists and 31% of agnostics. A 2015 study by Stephen Gray and David Gayo found that of 145 believers and 149 skeptic skeptics skexies <laughs> dude you just pulled that right out of my brain yeah shot <laughs> <laughs> mm, <child> my stone <laughs> uh that's how we should elect the president <laughs> two fucking Texas. Stone. my stone. That's hey. kind of what I felt like this last election was. Just two fucking old people going. <laughs> yeah. But, but but honestly, if sixty two percent of Americans believe this garbage, we're really not that far away from that. We'll get likely, there, right? I we'll get feel there. Like that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Just yeah. A, like I would love to see Joe words. Biden fight Donald Trump in a physical battle. Ugh, and then we just both kick them both off a fucking Shirtless. aircraft on an aircraft carrier, and they that's, and they, gee, that's getting seventies and they fight basketball shorts. That's getting yeah, that's they, getting nastier and yeah, nastier. They kidding? fight they fight on a on an aircraft carrier, and they tumble into the ocean, and the car- aircraft carrier moves away, and we just leave them in the ocean, and America just moves to on. slumber until they are awakened. And, yeah. they, and then they come back as kaiju monsters, yeah. and they fucking like crush fucking Boston, and they. She's like, and he's like, well, I'm gonna touch you, Trump. And Trump's like, okay. I, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I don't right know. What I'm talking about. I was just kind of Jesus. No, so that got weird. Man. No, yeah. So that, no, that got really so, weird. No, so the no, so what I was pitching was is that Trump and Biden, after their uh, battle on the aircraft carrier, where they do their hand to hand combat, they tumble into the ocean, never to be seen from. But then they both come never back, emerge as mutated kaiju that come in and like crush like New York or something right and they like and they end up just kind of defeating each other by touching and then we have a giant a giant robot that's like shaped like Beto O'Rourke that fights it on a skateboard on a skateboard (laughs) on a giant robotic skateboard his his guitar that shoots like electronic he comes he goes right rolling in he's like he's like hola yeah por favor (laughs) No mas, senores. <laughs> Isn't democracy cool and radical? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> so this 2015 study of 145 believers and 149 skeptics from Chicago showed that while skeptics of psychic phenomena significantly outperformed believers in exercising, testing, analytical, and logical thinking and vocabulary... The psychic believers were found to be associated with a greater sense of life satisfaction. Hmm. Yep. So why do people still believe in psychics and the like, despite innumerable mediums, televangelists, and psychics having been proven to be fraudulent? Let me tell you. Okay. This may Can I be... ask a question? Yes. Why was that question? Why did I 
write that as a question. Well, <laughs> just why that question? Why do people believe in psychics? Why do people believe in psychics? Well, this may be due to the Barnum effect. Oh. Named after terrible person and renowned animal abuser, P.T. <laughs> Barnum, oh, geez, who man. famously said, there's a, there's sucker, a sucker born, born every, every minute. minute. Now, this effect refers to the gullible nature of people when reading a description of themselves. Think horoscopes. Yep. If you've ever read all 12 horoscopes in your local newspaper, you'll likely find that you can relate to most of what each one says. But yeah. realistically, most people don't read all 12 because they're just looking at their own horoscope because they assume that the others wouldn't apply to them. So by making claims that are vague and general and attempting to narrow it down from there, psychics make it seem like they have some sort of mystical insight. And it seems like it's a weird, inherent thing in humans to interpret something as accurate when it's told that it's specific to them, even though it's a general statement. And it turns out that psychics in their work cannot be verified scientifically. Of course. Yeah. Exactly. But that hasn't stopped people. Bill Murray did it. From conducting studies that reportedly verify various psychic phenomena such as precognition and premonition. And despite the fact that these studies are unable to be scientifically verified and duplicated, that gives the believers what they need to reinforce the fact in their mind that psychic phenomena is real and it perpetuates the validity of psychics who will continue potentially indefinitely to take advantage of hapless believers. Yeah. Yep. Grasp and reach for a glimpse of hope. There's a uh, sucker born every minute. There's yeah. a sucker born every minute. Yeah. <clears throat> Everything is terrible. Yeah. Well. No, no, no. It's, it's, so that's the thing. Is it right? It, like, it's not that everything is terrible. What's there is absolutely nothing wrong with giving people a semblance of hope, or perhaps a false belief that their loved ones are okay after death. Like, I, I, that's admirable. Like, like that's what all belief systems are rooted in, right? Like, like right. we psychologically we need to feel like there is something shielding us from the fucking terrifying chaos of reality. Right. And, and, yes. and, 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 you know, pondering death is terrifying like that. We've talked about this before, right? Like, yeah. like the human species, as far as we know, is the only species on this planet, at least that like is sentient enough to contemplate the reality of death. And it is terrifying. So we need something to keep us like going every day rather than just staring at a wall and thinking about death constantly. So like, like that's valuable. It's I am I not just valuable. I think it's probably, a, it, it's necessary. Obviously those who subscribe to science, like don't get that nice, warm, fuzzy blanket. And, and like, we kind of deal with those realities in other ways. Like we're more pragmatic. We, we but that's, it's not fun. It's not warm. It's not fuzzy. It's not which, nice. Right, which ties into the idea that like, people who do believe have a whatever they're, they're more optim optimistic yes. they're more happy they they recover from diseases better like these are all actual facts that have been proven yeah. oh i, I was i was but, gonna say people who are religious tend to always be happier and more well except when they and, when they're hating and, people that don't believe the well same thing yeah i mean that, there's always a threshold i'm just, like the general person who's right, not trying to run right. you over so, with a car because or so so there's that of who you there, are, there's yeah. that burden of negativity which quite frankly 
the nice gentle folk that like believe in psychics tend not to like tribalize and go after people that believe in a different type of psychic or whatever, which like, okay. So there, in some ways this is more innocuous than like religious adherents who kind of do tribalize and then do hate based on differences in belief. But like what, what, what makes me angry as hell is people that take advantage of that need Mm. to enrich themselves you know, and, and, and these, these are all examples of people who have benefited somehow monetarily by lying to other people. The lie is not the problem, right? It, it, right. It's, it's monetizing it in a way and, 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 and negatively affecting those others, right? That, that, and that was something is that, the problem. And that was something that like in the uh, Lola Miller or the Donna Miller, Miss Donna situation, that the... Uh, I think it was the lead investigator on her case did make that distinction where he, he said mm-hmm. something to the effect of like, there are psychics who that's their business and that's fine. You pay them for a $10 reading and you get a $10 reading that says, Oh, you know what? You just got to try harder and maybe Jeff will turn around and like you. And you know, he doesn't like you right now, yeah. but like, you got to do something, it, it, and they, it's it, honestly, and that peace of mind and optimism is probably worth ten bucks, honestly, right? It's, it's Versus, right. Ver, but then there's the like, well, if you give me ten thousand dollars and a dirty sock and a dirty sock, yeah, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna reach up your butthole and pull out a right a potato, potato. <laughs> right? But I, yeah, I, I was gonna say it's like it's kind of like discount, almost going to like a discount psychologist, right? You just need some sort of. Uh, you know, closure or some sort of like just to talk to somebody about something, right? I can imagine like somebody died. Right, a sounding board. You know, yeah, somebody, somebody in your life that was very important to you died, and you need to kind of talk about that to kind of get it off your chest or just have somebody listen to you, which I'm sure people do. But I don't know. There's something about going to somebody else or just being able to kind of like dump onto somebody who doesn't know you personally. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you can kind of be almost sure. more open with that person yeah. and that person goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like can kind of reassure you that that person's fine and moved on. And like you pay them, like even if you're going to like, you know, like a cheaper psychic, somebody like you paying like however, like 20, 50 bucks, whatever to do it. You know, I don't know. Like I, you know, like you were saying, like it must give them some sort of, if that no, gives them some sort I, of closure, it's better than spending a hundred and, or however, may however long it take to actually go to an actual psychologist, which you should do if you really are suffering well, from but, a problem because they're educated. But perhaps you know what I'm with the inflated. Right. But if you're gonna get the same kind of feeling at the end of well, either, and we, like, I mean, we like, were kind like, of talking about that the other day about like the difference between like having a family like member die through sickness and illness and that kind of drawn out process where like there is that kind of potential to like have that connection with them, mm-hmm. talk about things say goodbye kind of say what you need to say versus like the very sudden deaths and it's like in the case of that woman who like her boyfriend died five days earlier it was very clear that she was just like that's what she needed she needed to talk to somebody about the fact that like she lost somebody who was important to her and in the she had the hope that she would be able to make a connection here and get some closure and that she didn't get because it was just such a sudden loss in her life oh yeah probably shocked her to the core to be completely that somebody to be completely ripped away right. from and you then to hear, and then to second, hear somebody right? say like oh yes it was it was painful and yeah like what a piece yeah. of shit and yes. then charged a thousand dollars yes a hundred and fifty dollars oh I th- they paid a thousand dollars for their tickets 
all, all together. All in oh, all together. Oh, yes, God. The, I the skeptics. All, oh, I thought they were all paying $1,000. No, VIP tickets were 150 Oh, okay. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> but but at the same time, and I'm not, I am not defending Chip Coffee here because I think the guy's a shithead. But, mm-hmm. but, I mean, she went there looking for that type of, of contact or input. So who knows? I mean, maybe for her, as 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 callous as it sounds to us, what he said, may, maybe she walked away from that feeling a little bit better. And if so, that's probably worth it. I mean, like like not to make this too real, but like all of us have lost loved ones, mm-hmm. and it's hard, right? And and like I think everybody has their own kind of way of trying to deal with that, and it's always about trying to like either feel closer to that person or to feel like things are okay and that you can move on, you know? And like, I mean, and people do weird shit. I mean, you guys know, like for me, like my weird shit was totally like culturally appropriating a ritual from a completely different society and like eating some of my dad's ashes, like on the anniversary of his death or year. Mm-hmm. That's fucking weird. Now I don't believe but it works for you. Exactly. I don't believe that it's doing anything supernatural. And it's in some ways it was it's just like kind of that distraction from the grief and just knowing like everything will be okay you know like and and this is this is what I'm going to do to kind of like recognize this individual's importance in my life and and kind of feel like I'm processing that absence right yeah so different people I mean some you can go to a graveyard and speak to a stone right which is weird but for some people that's helpful. You know, some people perhaps need to feel that they need that theatrical like feedback of like feeling like the person is directly communicating back to them. Yeah. No, when and uh, these psychics provide that, yeah. right? Undeniably, wh- whether or not it's accurate or yeah. real, probably it's not all that terribly ultimately important. I guess the price tag is what it really comes down oh, yeah. to is, is, you know, to what degree is it worth it to the person that's getting whatever benefit out of it? And, and to what degree is the person's doing it? just kind of cynically exploiting that after my dad died my mom went to a psychic and i was i, I believe it <laughs> and uh i can't remember now but i'm pretty sure like i didn't i because i'm like obviously i don't believe in psychics or anything like that so i was gonna be like like really mom like why are you gonna go to a psychic but she was like she believes in all that stuff anyway she's like you know she actually believes that dead relatives visit her in dreams and she talks to them um including my dad again i'm always like uh, you know you're like oh, okay uh, but like yeah but you know what if it makes her feel better then yeah i'm, and I'm just a fucking asshole I, telling her i mean not the, to feel good because science right i mean the, the problem the problem from a scientific point of view is like when those types of beliefs start to create like debilitating effects on the person's daily life you know, like if, yeah. if she, if, if the, if, if the dead are coming to speak to her every night and it's leading her to like act erratically and so, like, then, then you start to like, that's where you start to veer into that. You know, you start crossing really fuzzy lines into like yeah. forms of psychosis and stuff. And like, I mean, I think ultimately that's what like, as a scientifically minded person, I'm also like willing to acknowledge that like we draw these boundaries sometimes that are really highly arbitrary. Oh, you know, like, like, like for what, what for one person might be perfectly acceptable, sane, rational behavior to to everyone else is going to look batshit crazy. 
But if it's it is if it's helping that person and it's not harming them, or it's more importantly, perhaps as long as it's not harming anyone else, who cares? Like, yeah, I mean that's yeah. But if there's some jackass out there like exploiting it for money, then we should go hunt him down and beat his ass. Yeah, on ca- or her ass on a on a. On a course. I mean, I think to with lassos, like just from a, a cowboy yeah, <laughs> with, with a sword. <laughs> and a I mean, sword. It, but yeah, I, I, and, and I think that it, it might not be, it might not be like thirty thousand dollars or whatever. But I think to to a certain degree, it's all it's all cheating people out of their money. Even if yeah, like yeah, it gives them. That's and how this, that's the thing is like it. It's I guess you know at some point the returns don't justify how much you pay for it, but it's the same thing. Hey, but look at this, man. Like I, I, I'm an educator. And I constantly think about like how many of my students are there just to check off some boxes on a piece of paper until they get a diploma, which will hopefully benefit them in some way. But how much of that knowledge that they're like consuming while they're there, are they ever actually going to need or use? Right. So like to some degree, it's like, is that also not then like charging people who are on their way to a certain goal for something that ultimately is not really necessarily something they need or want. You know what I'm saying? On the like, American education system. Well, it's, I mean, I guess, guess the, the point of that though, is like in universities and colleges, like having a well-rounded education, even if it's something that you're not necessarily going to planning on going into the, like that's why in like, in college you have like a math requirement, a social requirement, a you know, language requirement. Right. No, and, and I, I don't disagree with that. But I think I mean, arguably some people might say, Well, but you know, like I I'm getting my money's worth from like going to this psychic, so I feel like it's fair. Yeah. No, you know? No, no, no. I mean if they're happy with it. Hey, I mean that's Ty- Tyler Henry, Hollywood Medium, just recently came to San Jose. And apparently he has over uh, 15,000 people on a waiting list to get a private phone Skype reading from him. Wow. And he does not say how much he charges for that. Oh, man. But if people, I mean, yeah, people get stuff out of it. Sure. Why not? Well, it's hard. Like, it's how do you put them. a value on that feeling? $500 an hour. That's that's good. So to our listeners, I'll let you know right now. I will use my connections on the other side to connect with your loved ones who have passed on for five hundred dollars an hour. Send us an email at vohdpodcast at gmail dot com. I will do it for three hundred fifty dollars an hour. I'll just do it for twenty bucks. Oh, God. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> well, so depending on how yeah, but uh, listen to that dude, would you trust him? <laughs> so, if you want the most accurate <laughs> reading, no, um, yeah, no, anything else? No, that's psych- psychics in San Jose. I thought for sure that when you said psychics, I thought we were going to be talking about how psychics can contact the. Elders from Talos inside of Mount Shasta. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Man. That's a different episode. Come on, man. That's yeah. a different episode. But I. But that's true. That's hundred percent true. That's hundred percent. Shut up, man. That is not true. <laughs> it's true. It's hundred percent. No, true. it's not true. I'm gonna go it's with there with a bunch of crystals just to piss you off. <laughs> I have to say, the, you know, the 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 effects of I I want to say 
gullibility, but that sounds mean. But the 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 willingness well, like, to believe is very powerful, and it is important. And it it it's I think like whether it's monetary or not, I think it's always exploited, and mm-hmm. and it can be exploited for individual gain and and in negative ways by by like these shakedown artists, these con artists, or or, organ, can, or, or it can be used to like. And, and create, you know, stability and things like that. I mean, I, I, I was thinking, like, that, that whole, like, generic, like, astrology or, like, the g- general, like, I'm, I'm thinking of a young man. Like, oh, that's, that's my yeah. boyfriend reading. had died. Right, that's like, cold reading. Well, well, and, and you know, I, I, you may remember this, Anthony, but, like, it, there's a, I, I, I have students read about a group of uh, Native Americans that live in the uh, uh, Amazon Basin. Indians that live in the Amazon basin called the Yanomamo and uh, their, their uh, shamans send curses out to kill enemies. Cool. Yeah. It is pretty but, cool. And but, they get really but, fucking high and, with and Valley Parks Delight get, also provides that service. They get send an email really, to B-O-H-D and they get really fucking high. Gmail. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and we will send a curse to your enemies. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so the, 20 so bucks. Service this, guaranteed. 20 bucks. I'll send and, a curse. And, no and, and this is the beauty, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yes, Anthony, you're correct. They blow snuff up each other's noses. It's that like a, that it, causes hallucinations. It's like incredibly awesome hallucinations, right? Well, I, but, but the more skilled the shaman is the less of the snuff they use which it's, means that it's 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 just a psychotropic he's trigger the, for the trance state he's the guy who's not freaking out in the corner. right right he's not <laughs> the one who's actually <laughs> tripping <laughs> off the babysitter <laughs> yeah. it's like but, okay man you're all right man but We're just sending curses to our enemies bro you're gonna be fine and, uh, and freaking I, out bud <laughs> and, and and what they do is they always say we're sending curses to an enemy and they usually specify like a a village where you know of course because it's all cl- like kind of lineage-based warfare it's like half of that village is their enemy just because they're affiliated via kinship. So mm-hmm. there, so there's never any specific enemy. There are enemies anonymously. And what they always say is that we've sent our, our that we've sent the spirits out to kill or harm young men or boys in that village. Mm-hmm. Of course, a few days or weeks later, world trick, word trickles through the jungle that like, a young man or a boy in that village has died, and it's confirmation bias. Yeah. But it's brilliant, and and yeah. and it's like I think in some ways in like the kind of like modern West, we assume that like these types of of practices are based on our more contemporary like psychological and scientific knowledge of how to manipulate people, because we think of that as like this kind of like sophisticated knowledge. It's like no, of course, but like, it is this like, weird kind of inherent... this is why psychics have always been around, right? Like because, it, that, that's what I find interesting is that like there is this thing that just like people have always believed that there are and that's like the, the, there are specific people. And I mean, I don't necessarily believe in psychics, but I do believe that there are some people who are maybe more connected to different wavelengths or whatever. Like some people, I mean, I know I've had some fucking dreams that like give me deja vu where I'm like, I fucking dreamt this like three years ago. Oh yeah, I've totally and I haven't that. thought about it until fucking today. I've totally then had that, that might and that might just be my brain fucking tricking me and being right. like you've right. you've experienced this before, deja vu. In a lot but of- but the like the, 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 the it's right. It's not necessarily gullibility because right, that sounds mean, but it is it's there's this weird part of the human brain that just like wants to believe. And 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 it, it explains things. And, yeah. and I mean I think in some ways, the the strange thing to me is that 
in many societies, contemporary societies today, probably, but also certainly probably more so in the past. Uh, and you mentioned this, a lot of people with these perceived powers, I think a lot of times were people that were different. Yet they may have actually had some sort of physiological differences in their brains, mm-hmm. or they may have had physical deformities that made them different, visibly different, behaviorally different than, than Earth. They were often the ones that were recognized as having these special powers, and they often were not vilified or marginalized because it, they were kind of embraced and put on a pedestal. And like, and I look at our modern society today, and you've got these con artists who are exploiting this need and belief in people to make money. And then I think all the people that in ancient societies would have been like designated as like the shamans or the, the, the special people that were in con mm. that we, we like hide them away and institutionalize them because they terrify us. Right. And like, that that's why that's where modernity in our society is weird. I think it's not it's not that we are weird that we have these needs because it's a universal human need that I think has always been there. It's that like we've cat we've used capitalism to allow total con artists to exploit that need, and then we've taken all the people who might I don't believe that they have these abilities, but in other societies perhaps would have would been designated more legitimately so, and we fucking like, throw them away. Right. Right. Like we, we, we take, we take away from them what in many societies would have probably been their like sacred duty. Mm -hmm. And and we, (laughs) and we, 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 we dismiss their humanity and we say, nope, you're, you're, you're different. You're other, you're worthless. I mean, that gets into the whole idea that like, uh, people like Joan of Arc, like looking back, people were like, I mean, people now say, oh, like. Yeah, she was schizophrenic. Like she was hearing, and in that at that point, we didn't have the term schizophrenia. We didn't have the idea that like there was some connection that wasn't hitting or a chemical imbalance that was making you hear voices. And so the only other explanation was, I'm hearing the fucking voice of God. Yeah, and He's speaking through me. And it and like the way that it kind of it manifests based on your beliefs. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting. Or the guy who was fucking found behind the freezer who heard voices telling him to eat sugar. To eat sugar. And, and I guess that's what I would say. It's like, look, it, it, any of you that are listening, if you feel like you really need to like seek out these types of like psychic connections or, or supernatural connections, don't, don't go talk to someone who claims they have that power because they almost certainly don't. Like, go find a weirdo who's, like, standing in a corner muttering to him or herself, and they're probably going to actually be the ones who will say the more interesting and helpful things to you. They also might stab you. Yes. The guy guy on the SF Muni who told me that he had invented the fifth science. It's like the (laughs) (laughs) What were the first four? Ninja Turtles. Did you ask? Water, air, fire, and (laughs) earth. Oh, oh, the fi- no, fifth I, no, element? No, no, Are you no, talking no. about was, the fifth uh, element again? Because somebody it was brought that physics. up earlier. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was physics, uh, biology, chemistry. Plato. I want to say uh, astronomy, maybe. Okay. Astronomy. All right. Okay. And, and then there was the fifth one, which was psych- Deuteronomy. College. It might have been. I think it was psychic science. Psychic, psychic science. Psychic science. Actually, it was funny that means what, what Annie was saying about like the like the you know the people who are different who like saw differently. It reminds me of Midsummer, 
The guy who sees clearly. Yeah. Oh, he, yes, he, the chosen you know, children. The chosen children do see clearly, and we interpret their their visions and write them in this book. And if you take this book, we will chop off your face. <sighs> well, but that's what that's. I mean, the the supposition is that that's what most oracles were. Was that they were people that were either like kept constantly on drugs or themselves were mentally ill sign me up but then of course the i mean the really the manipulative part of like the the oracular belief in like like greece was that you never went like if you wanted to get an answer to a question or communicate with the gods you yourself never actually communicated directly with the oracle Mm -hmm. there was an oracle but you went to the priests and gave who them your question, right. who then gave it to the oracle, and then they translated whatever gibberish came back and gave you an answer. And and basically, as far as I'm concerned, like those pre- those priests were the palm readers of their day. Those were they, they were the the con artists of the day. Like they were probably masters of understanding what you wanted to hear, mm-hmm. and whatever gibberish the oracle gave back to them, what either like either because they were suffering from mental illness or was just like drug addled, like like nonsense the priests would basically turn it into whatever they wanted it to be to you it's a con- it's yeah. the classic yeah. problem of the translation effect yeah, where, where the translator has all the power in that relationship yeah. right so it's the priests that were powerful it wasn't the right. oracle yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's true that's okay. true I, I see that i see i get i yeah. see that with my third eye pry it open Crying open my third eye. All well, right. Dang. Dang, oh. man. Oh, dang. Well, I guess my last thing that I would want to say. Yeah. If you are going to be a skeptic, don't be an asshole skeptic. Because if, what you're going to do, if you're yeah. going to be like those people who try to infiltrate some dude's fucking, you know, event and then try to call him out, all that's going to do is make everyone around there who bought tickets and who paid money to go see it, who are you know, excited to see the guy. That's just going to push them further and further into their well, that, and I, person, and I that think, corner, right? I You're think not going to realize that, and belief. that's why they didn't get up in the middle of the thing with like a big sign that says like "You're a phony." Yeah, because they realize they're going to get fucking jumped. <laughs> yeah, but so you know, so be you know, like me, I've had to learn this too. That like you know, just saying you know, your God is dead is not going to make somebody go oh. That makes Thanksgiving. That makes Thanksgiving really awkward. Yo, you always fake the entire time. You're right, you fucking, you know, androgynous sounding little hairy Italian man. You were right the (laughs) whole time. You were right. It ain't gonna work. Anyway, yeah. Androgynous sounding little hairy Italian man. Uh, You know what? I think from now on, rather than introducing him as Anthony, I think we now have our new. uh, Wait. Wait, is yeah? Is there an acronym for that? Androgynous sounding? No, a shim. Little hairy Italian man. And a shim. As I am a shim. Little hairy, hairy little Ash Ashlim. Ashlim. I am Ashlim. I am Ashlim. Oh, that's gonna be your next D and D character. I am Ashlim. All right, everybody. Well, I right, think, yeah, I yeah, think we'll this it. is. Uh, I think this has done it for this episode Yay. of the Valley Parts Delight. Thank episode you for four. listening. Uh, again, if you have any comments, uh, love or hate to give us, if you have stories that you would like to hear, wait, here. wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm I'm receiving a psychic <laughs> prediction. I don't think we're going to hear from anybody. <laughs> two, two star, one star review by an asshole on iTunes. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, but do send us an email to no, v- no, please. V-O-H-D 
that's an acronym for Valley of Hearts. Should like we VOHD podcast at gmail.com. Was that a, 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 a V as in Valley? As in Valley of a Hearts v- Delight. You got you to gotta explain that because oh, yes, there I are did. a lot of morons out there. Yeah. As in the Valley of Hearts Delight. V as yeah, in Valley. Victor. <laughs> v as in Victor. O as in Oscar. <laughs> H as in Henry. D as in Delta. Douchebag. Oh. Ah. See? Ah, he had to get that in. And also rate and subscribe on iTunes, right? This will, be on this will probably be there. And then and do whatever you do on uh, SoundCloud and SoundCloud, wherever this ends Google. up. Wait, what was that again? SoundCloud? What is that? It's, it's a, another one. It's another one. It's like a it's another music one. hosting service. It's another service where you listen to shit. It's a, there's a lot of like independent musicians there. So like I know and like Andy loves wait, mum, wait, mumble wait, rap. Where, where do I get it on the on, on the dial? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Bye. Yeah, you, Bye. Bye. Bye.